You're no, listening. Nick, you have me on feedback. Okay, now I think I'm not as bad. You're listening to the I'm Not Effing Leaving podcast. Nick, you got my sound replaying, bud. I don't know if you don't have headphones in or what, but I can hear myself. Okay, wait. I can hear you now. Okay. Well, that intro was terrible, but that's okay because it sums up how today went. So, Nick, how are you doing? Yeah. Um... I guess in ACC terms, we're taking it day by day, living day by day, and surviving day by day. Nick, um, I, Nick I'm actually going to cut you off because I want to rip you real quick. And by rip you, I mean just tell you, you need to relax. You've been running our Twitter account today. We're fine. You, like, if, if it was going to happen, wait, Nick, to, it would have... Wait, are you, are you talking specifically today or the last, like, three days the last three days you've been nuts but today it was like get it together jim phillips first off jim phillips doesn't give a fuck about what we're doing he's got his own shit to deal with but second off we're fine north carolina's president said it best if it was gonna happen already it would have happened good luck have fun cut us the check florida state do it no balls you won't you know what happens nick if florida state cuts us the check we get (laughs) <laughs> the money gets distributed. Just distribute each school is other. making at least fifty million over the next ever the next six years. Fifty million each year. Yeah, the, school, the cut, ACC schools are the getting check. the money. Florida State, do it. I, no balls. Cut us the check right now. Do it. No balls. Seriously, no balls. Do it. And oh, you know no. the other thing is. Oh no, we lost Florida State. Oh no, now uh, Clemson has you know pretty much an easy path to the playoff. And if it's not them, guess what, Nick? Oh, look at that. NC State right there to make the playoff? Weird. Okay. Bye, Florida State. See ya. The other thing that I did not tweet, but I thought about tweeting was Florida State, maybe maybe the Big Ten and the SEC don't want you right now. You ever thought of that? Like, I think if they wanted you so bad, they wouldn't have gone knocking on the door to Oregon and Washington. Hmm. They didn't knock on the door of Oregon, Washington, Nick. Oregon and Washington knocked on their door. Yeah, true. But I mean, because because there's there's a big difference, Nick. Here's the big difference. You know how much Oregon and Washington are going to make over the next five years till the Big Ten deals up or six years, whatever it is? Less than the ACC teams, dude. So Florida State's not going to do what they did. Yeah. They're making $32 million. The ACC teams make between 35 and $39 million a year. They're not going to – like, Florida State would be stupid to do that because they're also going to have to pay a fat check to get out of it. That's why they're doing the – looking into the J.P. Morgan thing. And everyone's like, oh, that's going to work out. They, they have a lot of legal hoops to jump through for that first. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, like, I mean, I, I, I love Florida State. I respect them. I want them in our conference. But leave. If you want to get out so damn bad, cut. As a Virginia fan, cut me a $20 million check over the next six years, please. Please. I'm, I'm asking you nicely. Do it. <laughs> Go have fun in the Big Ten, dude. Have fun. And that's the. That's the thing, man. I just, like, I mean, we talked about Honestly, man, honestly, if I'm Florida State, if you really want out that bad, and you really, like, you really, really want to be, like, 
out and in the in a safety zone. This is crazy. They're better off going to the Big 12 because at least they're going to be hurt over the next five years, but they'll have a chance to be the premier program and make a check, you know, in a couple of years. Nah, like, nah, nah, nah. They're too scared to play UCF. No, relax. I, that was a joke. That was a shot. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, like, I've disagreed with, like, the takes that you've been kind of going at with UCF – or not UCF, excuse me, with, like, like Florida State fans and stuff in terms of, like, leave, like again, like, I, I agree with you. Like, leave. Seriously. Like, leave. Like, you're not – like, I don't agree with the winning thing, but the, that approach that you've done, I don't think that's a fair approach on anything no, no, because no. I, okay. that flips I, all the time. I, I should have – maybe people didn't get what I was saying. Like, uh, obviously, Nick, Nick, I'm not the trying to be mean lately. The winning thing lately, I know, does not matter. Like when but, I no, but that... no, Nick, I know, Nick, but that's all you talked about. That's the problem. Like, it's not like you might you might have had a different opinion in your head. But the majority, including myself, was like, why are you bringing this up? This makes no sense. Well, because I quote tweeted what their president said. And they what he said was. It has been, we have been struggling to compete because we are not getting the money. Well, Nick, but you know that the you, other you know ACC that. schools are doing just fine and Clemson is winning national championships. Maybe it's not the revenue from the TV deals. That's Nick, what I'm, Nick, saying. Nick, Nick, let me enlighten you on something before you. Florida State pays their employees the best of any school in the conference. Right. No, let me let me rephrase that. They pay their entire athletic department. So, for example, where Wake Forest is cutting corners to pay that creative team, well, I'll just throw a number, of 55K, Florida State's giving that same person 75. So yeah. before you belittle them, I know, I know you're not, but before that approach you take, as someone that works in college athletics, you're almost saying F you to me is what you're saying. Because these schools in the ACC are cutting corners on people like myself who, as a marketing person, dude, I don't produce wins or losses. I don't produce any of that shit. I hopefully help produce people to come to games and have a good time, but I don't produce any of that. But my time and my effort is still valuable. Florida State rewards their individuals for that. To the amount of people in the industry that go from an assistant athletic director at a G5 school to be a director, so a drop in title to be at Florida State is unreal. Because they get more money than when they were an assistant athletic director. So before but, like, before you say the whole wins and losses thing, what they mean is they want to be able to do this and compete and do the right thing. Again, I'm not trying to belittle. I'm not saying Wake Forest is – treating their employees unfairly because it's not them. It's not Wake Forest. It's not Virginia. It's not like all these schools do this. Like they pay under the value and time that we give. But like Florida State just does it differently. And Florida State doesn't care about competing with us, man. And I know you might say, oh, well, like, you know, they got to compete with the ACC before they got to compete with the SEC. I disagree with that because it's the same logic. Like, you think about Ohio State right now, right, Nick? They can't beat Michigan. But they were one field goal away from probably winning the national title this past year. 
Ohio State's focused on national titles. They don't care as much about beating Michigan as it used to be 10 years ago because they know they can still make the playoffs without beating Michigan. So if you're Florida State, you're kind of using the same logic. You want to compete to win that national title like they did in 2013. Beating Wake Forest or not, like, Florida State could lose to Wake Forest, but if they get 12 wins, they're good. So, like, I disagree with that take, though. Well, okay, a couple questions. Well, the difference, but the difference between Ohio State and Florida State is that Ohio State lately has been constantly getting 10, 11, 12 wins. And they're also getting $40 million more a year, Nick. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're trying to, like, get themselves, upgrade themselves to a level to where they're competing with those people. They can't do that with the current model they operate under. Well, yeah, I know that, yeah. With the ACC paycheck. So then it doesn't, like, so again, like, the wins and losses stuff, like, that's a terrible take. Because, like, (laughs) they're trying to do this right and they can't do it in the current landscape with the money that they have. Again, some of that needs, like, that's on them still. But, like, in their defense, man, their their national champion winning coach was bought out for a bag. So, of course, they're going to struggle a little bit. Mike, okay, I have a couple things to rebuttal on that. Because they're going – hopefully, they're going through is over. And that what we predicted from last year, which turned into what we thought would happen, will continue, right? But how can you say that when Clemson's doing everything right and winning with the money? It don't don't you think Florida State but they're themselves not. is but they're not Nick. but they're not. Look at Clemson, dude. It's been the last two to three years where this money has really changed. Because the difference between Clemson and Ohio State, like, yes, the Ohio State has not started collecting those checks just yet because the Big Ten deal actually starts like that ended this past season, right? But when you know that you're guaranteed a certain dollar amount over the next eight years, you can start spending. Clemson can't do that. They can't spend any more than what they've already spent. Florida State can't spend any more than what they already spent. That's the problem. Like, like, and I know this is not what you're trying to do because I know you want the AC to get more money. But the yeah. way you're the way you're saying it, Nick, is you're saying, why can't you compete with the $30 million that you have now? To which I rebuttal to you, they want to spend. They want to compete. They want to like I'm gonna say this, insult the, the my favorite team. Virginia is spending money to just be mid at football. Like we're just now entering the 21st century of having a nice football facility. Welcome to the club, Virginia. Nice of you to join us. (laughs) Like 2016 called having a nice football only facility is kind of, you know, 10 years in the past almost now. (laughs) Or Florida State and them, they want to upgrade, man. They want to be better. They want to be bigger. They want to be like, they want to be able, like, they're beating Florida, dude, but with the money that Florida has against against the Florida money that excuse me the money that Florida's about to have. But they're not going to be able to do that in five years. Yeah, I, I 
Micah, I 100% agree with you. I know that. I know that. I was just saying, because what the president, what it sounded like from the president and what it sounded like from Florida State fans was that money was the problem right now. It is the problem right now, though. Because, again, Nick, their national champion coach got bought out by Texas A&M. And, yes, you can make all the Jimbo jokes you want about how he hasn't worked there. But when he was at Florida State, what was he doing, Nick? He was winning football games. And, again, should they have gotten a home run higher on their coach? Probably. Like It would have been nice if they wouldn't have messed up the coaching hire, right, of Willie Taggart. But they did. And because they are strapped for money, they cannot invest. Like, they're still paying Willie Taggart. Where NC State has been fortunate that Dave Doran has been able to just kind of hang out. And, oh, by the way, I'm not trying to be mean, but Dave Doran can't even get you 10 fucking wins. So at least, like at Florida State, if you don't get 10 wins, you ain't doing it right. At NC State, you guys are pretty content with the 9-4 and season every single year. And I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but that's the reality of it. Virginia has missed on three coaches, and the one that we hit on left because we weren't spending the money. We didn't have it. We weren't investing it. Virginia Tech has yet to hit a home run on their coach hire since the legendary Frank Beamer. Clemson waited, had to wait years until Dabo showed up to finally start winning again. Miami has struggled for years. Why? Because they haven't been able to get the coaching hire right. And they're getting further and further and further in debt by paying coaches that they haven't got. And again, I'm not saying that you know some of that is on them. They don't get coaching hires right. But again, like Wake Forest, dude, imagine if Dave Clawson wasn't Dave Clawson. Then we just have a middling Wake Forest program that wouldn't be able to afford firing a coach and hiring a new one with a buyout like that. The same argument with North Carolina, dude. They got lucky that Mac Brown was willing to come there because they're still paying Larry Fedora. Or they're not anymore, but they were for a little bit. Like, we're in a conference, man, where our best guys are leaving for more money. And if you don't hit on the next guy, you fall off the face of the earth. And you're putting yourself in a spot where you have to either decide, do we continue to be four and eight? Or do we spend the money, buy them out, and hope we get it right the second time? That's Florida State's problem, man. It's plain and simple. Like, they got the basketball hire right with Leonard Hamilton, we think. But even then, he's kind of struggling now. Baseball, I think they got it right. <laughs> but again, like, they've had their first really bad year in a very long time. And that wasn't a buyout situation, but they had to pay a lot of money to get the guy from Notre Dame to come by. <laughs> so guess what? If he doesn't pan out, then they're going to have to buy him out and hopefully hit on the next guy. That's, that's where the problem lies, Nick. It's not the fact that, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, these schools are this, that, and the other. Dude, Florida can just literally say, all right, here's $40 million. Disappear. Billy Napier, come here. <laughs> the fact that Texas A&M fans are talking about if Jimbo doesn't go 8-4 and four this year, they're going to fire him and pay him $100 million to sit on his ass. <laughs> like, that's just not fair. That's what they're talking about. So, like, yeah, 
they should hopefully win more. And they, yeah, it's kind of pathetic that they haven't been very good. But in their defense, like, they had their guy swept out from underneath them and haven't had to, just didn't get the right hire. Like, that happens, man. That's sports. Like, what if Dave Doran leaves and NC State fails to hire people? Are we going to talk shit about NC State in a couple of years? Like, why aren't you competing with all the other schools like Duke? Think about it. Duke's hit home runs on their coaching hires over the last few years in football. They've been very, very fortunate with who they've gotten. But even then, they're still performing at an eight and four level because the investment is not there. Florida State wants to invest more. I am annoyed by Florida State fans because, again, like I said on the beginning of the show, just leave. If you want to leave, just freaking leave. Like, don't waste my time by, I want to leave, but I can't. But I'm trying to tell you that I can to scare you. Just either do it or don't. But in, the, in their defense, like, they're not wrong. They're really not. No, I know. I, we're all on the – look, we're all on the same page. Mike, I'm an NC State fan. I want more money. I want to win a freaking ACC championship, okay? Like, it's like as much as I have said about Florida State, I mean, I'm sitting here. We haven't won a – we're a founding member and haven't won the conference since 1979, okay? So How old were you I, then? What? How old were you then? I'm just kidding. Let's see. Well, ask my dad that. How old was your dad? My dad was <laughs> – Was he even, like, old enough 17? to drink yet? Yeah, 17, 18 years old. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But no, listen. We're all on the same page. And like the day after I put out those tweets, I had the morning after I had said, look, we're all on the same page here. We all want the money. We all think like we've been saying it years before this, before, um, before Texas and Oklahoma, well, no, we weren't together then. But before USC and UCLA moved conferences, we knew that this was going to bite us in the ass soon and that we needed to figure this shit out if we want to keep the ACC. And I- I'm with Florida State fans. I think every ACC team should be with Florida State. All I was just saying was revenue – back then the last five years was not the problem. Okay. You miss on coaching hires in which I get, yes, you make a fair point that Jimbo getting swept under swept from them. Um, did hurt. Even though I personally think Jimbo is overhyped. And I think that was more of the talented players that Florida state had that won them that national championship. Um, and that him being in the ACC kind of helped too. But again, it's like, I'm with you guys. I want money. I, I want the ACC to stay intact. I want the NC State program to be up there. I want all the programs to be up there. I want it for Virginia. I want it for Pitt. I want it for Duke. Maybe not so much North Carolina, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm with you guys. I totally get it. All I was just saying was, from what the president said, it sounded like they haven't been competing right now because of the revenue. And all I was saying was, well, that hasn't stopped Clemson right now in the last five, six, seven years. That hasn't stopped NC State and Wake from beating you on the field. So what is it? Yes, it's but you know, but, coach. But again, but you know what? When he says this, you know who he's talking about? He's talking about his week one opponent. 
who went from winning a national title, similar to Florida State, to a rough time because the whole coaching stuff, the turnover, all that stuff, to being able to then afford a buyout for that coach and go get the exact guy they wanted by beating out a national program in Notre Dame for that coach, like literally poaching a coach who people never thought was going to leave. And now we're back into what? Being a preseason top 10 team? Just like that? Boom. One year goes by, two years go by. That's what he's talking about. They don't. If they can't afford that luxury. Dude, it's the stuff we talk about with Clemson. If Dabo ever leaves, good luck, Clemson. Seriously, good luck. That's what he's talking about. I understand, like, yeah, again, you got to beat, yeah, 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 whatever. But in his defense, like, LSU had that same problem. But then a year or two later, they were able to literally throw money at the problem. Yeah. So that's where the big difference is. Like a program like Florida State, like it's 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 gonna like, it's it's what makes the ACC so special is because so many schools are competing at the same level that again, if you get something wrong, then guess what? Little old Wake Forest, little old Duke can catch you just like that if they got it right. But in Florida State's defense, they don't want that situation. And they're not like selfishly, if you're Florida State, why would you? <laughs> You don't want to be – I mean, again, I love that kind of stuff, but I cheer for a team that falls into this category. Like, I understand if you're a big dog, I don't wouldn't want to be associated with Virginia and Wake Forest and Duke at the standings. <laughs> There's a reason why their stadium is one of the best places to watch a game in the entire country when it's packed. So, again, yeah, it was just that type of approach. So, it is what it is. And, again – I will say, Nick, and again, we'll talk about conference realignment quick because we're going to do something fun at the end. But the difference between, like, like you say, like, yeah, we want more money in the ACC, Nick. We're not getting it. Just, just I, save your breath, bud. We're not getting it. We're just not. And honestly, I don't care. We're still the third highest paying conference in all of college athletics. Yeah, we're falling big time behind the Big Ten and the SEC. Great. Guess what? Our top dogs are still going to be better than Vanderbilt. They're still going to be better than Missouri. Because at the end of the day, Nick, I've talked to numerous people about this, and I think we're all on the same page. Winning is more important than being able to have four muscle milks instead of two in the cafeteria. And that's where... You thank you because that's where people I think are starting to lose it, where they're starting to lose what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to about be about winning, not how much money you're gonna get if you join this conference, and then all of a sudden you might not succeed in that conference, aka Oregon, Washington. Like good luck. Like they they had an opportunity, they could run through the Pac-12. They could be an automatic qualifier for the college football playoff. And your fan base is extremely happy. Your fan base buys in. Your fan base actually buys things, tickets, jerseys, whatever the hell. They buy things. They go and travel to support your team. Now, good luck, Washington. Have fun. Go go be 7-5, and five, okay? Because you're not going to win the Big Ten. 
Ask Nebraska. How has that turned out for them? Ask Rutgers. How has that turned out for them? It's gone to shit for them. Rutgers, by the way, the luckiest SOBs in the entire landscape of college athletics. Do you know who Bud Elliott is from CBS Sports? Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing about him, yeah. He has been my hero today because he is – I mean, sorry, Rutgers, you're catching the stray, but whatever. He's going after Rutgers because everyone's like, oh, like, if someone made a comment like, oh, like, it's so – like you said, lucky son of a bitch that you're Rutgers and you're in the Big Ten. And his response was, really? Like, and, and this is a very good point, Nick. Put yourself in the Rutgers fan shoes for a minute. Okay. You don't get a single dollar, single dollar from that TV money, right? Like, you individually. Yeah. Are you happy that you're going to go 2-10 every damn season? Or would you rather go to the Sun Belt and at least compete for something? Seriously. Yeah. Like, it's a legitimate no. question. No, yeah. Like, that, I think that's been the topic today, online, on TV, everywhere. I think that has been the topic. Are you valuing invisible money that you're, that you're never going to see for your program? <laughs> you know where this money goes? Mid? You know where this money goes? The AD now gets to make $20 million instead of 14 Woo-hoo! Yeah. Congrats, fans. I hope you know you just got bought. Like, that's all it is. Like, that's why like, I can't believe – like, thankfully, Nick, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of Washington fans have been kind of like – like, they're obviously happy because that means you're worth something. Like, it's kind of a compliment. Like, hey, we will take you. But they're kind of like, this sucks. <laughs> like, sure, they're making a lot more money. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's why Oregon and Washington happened. That's why Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State just happened. Because now all five of those schools will make 30 to $33 million a year compared to the $20 million that was put on the table today from Apple. Poor Stanford and Cal. Dude, they're done, man. Like, Where are they like, going to go? No, like, no, Nick, like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to reveal. I can't, it's not fair to them. But I talked to somebody I know that works at Stanford. Do you know everybody at every school? I know somebody that knows somebody at every school. If that oh counts for anything. This person does because I don't know anyone else who can say that. Well, so. this person I actually know, though, because like we had met a long time ago when I was with the ACC. Okay. So anyways, there's, they were can't, I don't want to say where they were at because any people can track where the, who I'm talking about. But they were at an institution with a lot of the ACC. Anyways. They are very concerned that they will not have a football program in three years. Oh my! Because if you think about, if you think like, like, stop for a second, Nick. Just stop and think. What are your options? Because like that's the problem with the remaining four schools of the Pac-12. And this, as someone that literally jokes that he is a Beaver believer and has three Washington State shirts and hats in his closet. Yes, I am that asshole. Go me. I have a team in every conference, and I have, like, three in every conference. And two of them just happen to be Oregon State and Washington State. You have two schools that are ag schools, the kind of the the little brothers of their state when you talk about the brands, right? As a Virginia fan, I don't know if we're as little brother as those guys, but we can. I can still say that from a football standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. 
And those two just want to be included. They would be very happy. Like, if the AC called them tomorrow, dude, they would be there. Like, they'd be like, yep, whatever travel plans you need, we'll make it happen. We'll figure it out. Cal and Stanford, man, we already know it's pretty clear the only sports they care about are Olympic sports. Like, seriously, we, we're college baseball. Like, we love college baseball, right? That was a big, big kicker of ours. If I'm Stanford, right, what is beneficial for me joining the ACC and traveling every game across the country? We're going to the Big Ten, which they're not, I don't think they're going to take them anyways. So, like, you kind of check that one out. SEC probably done, right? Going to the Big 12, right, where you've got a lot of schools that you don't align with from a university standpoint, right? Why not join the Big West? I know that sounds insane, but in a lot of the sports, man, that Stanford dominates in, you can still dominate it in the Big West. Like, you can still have volleyball championships. You can still have baseball championships. You can still have soccer championships if you're a member of the Big West. I mean, Cal, dude, Cal has, like, when was the last time Cal was actually good at football? Seriously, like, even when they had Aaron Rodgers and Marshawn Lentz, it wasn't like some, like, you know, Rose Bowl contending team. Yeah. Like, Nick, I've already started to – because on September 16th, week three, Stanford – excuse me, Cal host Idaho at 5 o'clock Pacific time or Eastern time, so I guess 2 o'clock Pacific time. And then at 6 o'clock Pacific time, Stanford hosts Sacramento State. I am legitimately thinking about going because I don't know if I will ever get to see them play football at those stadiums. And those are stadiums that have always been on my list to go see. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to like tell you like, oh, my source is saying they're gonna cancel football. That's not what they're saying. <laughs> but the writing's on the wall, man. They, yeah. They're they're concerned that, that if they do have football, man, they're gonna be an independent. And I'm sorry, but they're not the brand of Notre Dame. They're just not. And even then, man, we've seen what, what, what independence kind of does to Notre Dame. And dude, in the, in the era of these super conferences, like now the Big Ten, right? Why would you play more than two non-conference games? And why would you want to schedule a team like Stanford? Maybe USC will, or UCLA, just because of regionality kind of purposes, I guess. But like, why would you? You're already playing 10 power five, or power whatever they're going to be now teams. Like, don't you want to instead play Fresno State and a FCS team? Give yourself a little bit of a breather? So, dude, like, it sucks, man, because I, I genuinely do not know what is next for those pack four, the remaining four. I really don't. I mean, I hate to say it. I think it makes the most sense. Like, because, I mean, now they're all, of course – we should restructure how the playoff is going to look for 2024 and 2025. If it stays the same, it almost makes sense for Oregon State and Washington State to say, hey, Mountain West, what's up? You up? <laughs> because guess what? The Mountain West becomes that sixth conference. They probably have a conference champion get in. And they might even still be the fifth with the Sun Belt if Oregon State and Washington State join. Now your spot to the playoff is – Honestly, maybe even easier than if you would have stayed in the Pac-12. 
<laughs> you may not be able to do much once you get there, but I mean, not to be a jerk, but you may not have been able to do anything when you got there if you were in the Pac-12. <laughs> you know, it, it, speaking on the Stanford side, because growing up, you know, rooting for them because, you know, I have family out there and Stanford was the college school, like the big time sports brand school out there. It would be, I'm not saying, I, I, I think there's a small chance that that will actually happen. But if that does, that would be honestly so incredible for Stanford and for all of college football. I mean, they're, I get it. They're not a USC. They're not uh, Oregon in some terms. But they have a lot of history. They've produced Heisman winners, Heisman runner-ups. But, Nick, they, but, they, but they don't talent. care anymore. They don't care anymore. That's I know. The problem. It's just like what, what happened was it's like ever since McCaffrey left, after McCaffrey, it just went to shit. Like, you, you know what? Okay. You know what? You should know what's happened, man. The world has changed. This is not me taking a shot at what school, like how Stanford is, but Stanford would rather invest that money in, in, into research, into the next big thing. They know they're never going to be the big dog in football. People don't go to the games even if they are good. But it's stadium. crazy because they they were the big dog. Like they they were. But running they, the Pac-12 for a little while. For like four years, dude. It wasn't that long. Before McCaffrey, Andrew Luck was there. He yeah, was, it was fanta- like a, They were it, fantastic. But they didn't, dude. They still only won the Pac-12 like twice in that entire span. They were competitive. They were near the top. But look at the rest of their history. They weren't very good. Like, there's not this huge Stanford. Like, they they had, like, a 10-year window where they were, like, a really, really good program. Yes, I know Elway went there. So, they had years of, like, they've had hit or miss good years. But it's not like they have a national championship to their name that I'm aware of. Maybe they do, but I'm not aware of one. I think it's, they do, yeah. I'm going to look because now I'm curious. But, like, it's not like they've been some big-time program that everybody talks about that's Oh, man, Stanford, like the glory – like it was Nebraska. The glory days of Nebraska. The glory days of Washington. There is no – oh, the glory – like, cool, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey was doing great things. But guess what, Nick? If that's the case, then we got to talk about Baylor being a great football program because Robert Griffin III. Like, that doesn't really define you as this great program. But, again, like, Nick, we talked about it when the whole NIL stuff happened a couple – like five, six months ago. I said on this pod – does Stanford want to play games like that? Do their boosters want to spend money on buying a football player who still, by the way, has to have the grades to get into the institution? So he's right. not going to be like just a dog. There's a very good chance he's going to be like, you know, again, there's some great football players that are very, very smart. But, I mean, let's be real. The pool of, you know, five stars with grades to get into Stanford are pretty slim. So what are you going to do? You're going to spend that money on a three-star kid, which doesn't really help you that much, or a four-star kid? Or are you going to spend it on the next research grant? You know the answer. So that was already a problem. And now, do you really want to play this game of negotiation tables on TV deals every six years? Like, Virginia, my team, 
hasn't even been caught up in any of this, right? We've been talked about maybe the Big Ten or maybe, you know, whatever. But we've not really been involved in any of this. And I'm tired of it. Like, imagine if you're actually wrapped up in this and have been left behind. Like, sometimes, like, these are smart people, Nick. Very smart people. They might just say, what is the damn point? Seriously, what is the point? Because we're only, like, it's only going to get to this point. Now, again, we're why Florida State wants more money. We're getting to the point where you just need more money and spend more money, spend more money. You think Stanford wants to spend more money on football? No. So then why spend it at all if you're just going to be 0-12 every year and just irrelevant as heck? Like, Vanderbilt's only willing to do it because they know that's they're getting a giant bag. <laughs> Stanford ain't getting that. So, again, that's just my unfortunate opinion on what's probably going to happen. Yeah. It's tough. It, it's truly tough. I mean, I have, I have a, two more things I want to ask you. A, you, you, I think. By the way, Nick, pause real quick. Sorry. Stanford has two claimed national championships, 1926, yeah. 1926, and 1940. <laughs> there you so. go. Who could forget those years, right? Who could forget? <laughs> that, that was a stacked team, man. You know what? They could go up against the 01 Miami team. Yeah, that, 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 that 1926 team. You know, the only other team I think that had a better chance was that 1901 uh, Sewanee team or 1891. It's 1891 that won four that. games in four days. Like, I oh, saw man. that like 10 minutes before we hopped on. <laughs> that, yes. that was pretty funny. Get Swanee back to the SEC. Um, as, someone, as someone that has played lacrosse on that full- historic football field, I say that, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, Sewanee definitely can't even afford to be at D3 right now. So, probably not anytime soon for the SEC for them. So, money yeah. talks, man. Money talks. Yeah. Um, okay. So, my next question is, do you think the yes. ACC has – Virginia, won- Virginia, NC State, and Wake Forest are returning to the Southern Conference. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Do you think – Make the SoCon great again. You liked that tweet I sent you, didn't you? I don't remember if you sent it, what you sent to me, but I, I mean, I saw a bunch of tweets about how the SoCon was the greatest conference. Oh, you sent it to me. I already had seen it. I retweeted it. So way to, way to, you know, send me something that I had retweeted before you sent it. Well, to me, right? I saw it. I saw it on my Wolfpack account. So I probably didn't, I go on that more than my personal. So that's probably why I didn't notice that you retweeted it. Oh, so fifth quarter Wolfpack doesn't follow my personal Twitter. Wow. Do you follow Wolfpack? Shut. I'm not an NC State fan, so why should I? Actually, I think I do, actually, now that I think that you say that. I'm pretty you might sure I do. actually, yeah. Yeah, you might actually follow me. Um, you, you might be the biggest jerk. I'm, let's see. FQ. Oh, oh, we do follow each other, so we're both just jerks. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway, my question is, okay, Florida State is being very proactive right now, trying to find a way out, a way out, but – Hey, Florida State, no balls. Like, do it. Lee, go, go, just go. They haven't. The thing is, though, they haven't found a way out. Yeah. They say they did. I don't think so. I mean, they, they actually, like, they know how to get out. They do. Like, they know what it will take. But, like, that's like me saying, I know how I can be rich, Nick. It's called get a lot of money. Great. How yeah. am I going to get it, though? Right. <laughs> exactly. So, 
they're being proactive. They're obviously, they have the voice. Do you think, I don't know how to phrase this question because I can phrase this one of two ways, or maybe it could be two different questions. Do you think that the ACC right now is trying to find different outlets of funding as we speak? In, in think, other words, is Jim Phillips trying to fix this? I think that they're discussing the unequal revenue share again. Like legit having that conversation. Because like, that, I don't you know, this day, that never got formalized. That was just like a discussion. <laughs> like that was the plan, but nothing's been written from what I understand about the unequal revenue share. Because if that was the case, that would probably silence a lot of this. Or the amount of podcasts I've listened to about this probably would have brought that up by now, I would think. I, I swear, I thought I saw, I thought I read something yesterday that it did go through. And if it or, did, then like that helps solve a lot of it. I mean, sure, they might be trying. Nick, I'm going to be honest. There's no way. If you're ESPN, right, who owns these rights, why would you negotiate out of these? You, you have a super valuable product and you're making good money off of it. Like, Nick, if I said, hey, I'll give you $20 million to be the co-host of this podcast, right, with the expectation that, like, in three years, I'll be hopefully making 25 off of you, right? Mm-hmm. But then I'm not making 25 off of you. And I say, hey, Nick, better, better, better yet, you should give me, you know, I should give you less money, right? You'd be like, fuck no, I signed the deal for $20 million. So it's kind of the same principle here. I mean, it's kind of flipped because obviously they want more instead of less. It's the same type of principle, though. The ESPN's like, I signed you for this number. And, like, it's what North Carolina's president said yesterday that, again, people are trying to, like, refute. But it's true. Every single president and university in this conference willingly agreed to this. Like, people aren't – I mean <laughs> – I don't know what your relationship is if you even have one with UNC Barstool, but he said one of the truest things I have seen to date on what's going on. The ACC, I retweeted something. The ACC grant of rights is saving college sports right now. Yeah, I retweeted that because if this wasn't a thing, they would have like everybody's just making rash decisions for the bag, the bag, the bag. The ACC, when they signed this deal, all agreed that they want to just stay together they want to know who their opponents are they want to know who's going to be in the boardroom with them when they have these conference conversations right they willingly sign this and again like yes we're going to fall probably what 60 70 million (laughs) you know behind on some of the sec and big 10 stuff but dude i mean like my only thing that i think could be the saving grace for the acc is that when this – because I, I don't think anything's going to happen this year. I really don't. I don't think – again, you only have two weeks, right? I think that if the dust settles and people kind of sit around and go, oh, shit, what the hell do we do now? They might say, hey, the ACC is our third best asset. Let's find a way to get them a little bit more. Like, hey – we're making $90 million a year off of each school, per se, like a dividend. But we're only paying them $37, $38. let us bump it up to 50 
we're still making 40 million. <laughs> They're able to make a little bit more and they can invest in their product. That's the only thing I could see. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I, I get that it's not more than the SE, but there's not, in my opinion, just some like, hey, like we got to go get more. Because it's the thing, like, if you try to restructure too much and the grant of rights goes away, and then you're just going to lose everybody anyways. Like, North Carolina, man, is willing to leave for the Big Ten, but they don't want to. Like, I'm going to be honest. If you ask me who am I most worried about leaving first, Nick, it's not Florida State. It's Clemson. Think about think about all these things we've seen, right, over the last – couple months right it's always the schools that are moving in silence that end up dropping these bombs if you're being vocal if you're being this like you're normally not vocal you just do it you know it's the all bark no bite game something's sitting back like yeah of course we'll want to look at it we definitely need like everyone's in agreement like you said nick to change this but I just don't see it. I mean, I'm not saying it's not there, but I mean, like the part that blows my mind is like the Big Ten and the SEC just have their brands. They're it. They're being carried by a lot of schools, like by the you know the bigger brand schools. And again, the SEC just has fan base investment from everybody, even if you're not very good. Mine is like Vanderbilt, but. You know, the ACC is still the third highest revenue conference. Everyone's always like, oh, no, the Big no, the Big 12's not, though. Now, again, the Big 12 has the ability in a few years to negotiate up higher because, again, like, because, you know, 36 million hopefully doesn't equal a lot less than 36 million, you know, in 10 years, but it might, or five years, you know? But the way inflation's going, who knows? But... And it's it's for the least for the you know next couple of years, the ACC is sitting okay, not great, but not bad. Like yeah, well again, let what? Florida State leave, man. Do it. Do it. Now, I don't I, care. Do it. Now I'm trying to understand what some of some people have been saying. Um. I want your take on it. I want you to kind of explain it to me and explain it to other people. Cause I think I saw it from a UNC account as well. Have the brands that we have brought in the last 20 years to help us with football, Miami, Virginia tech, Georgia tech, all these, you know, put supposedly football brands that were going to help us. Well, Georgia tech was a founding member, but that's side's point. Not an original, original founding. Well, right? like, they're one of, like, they've been there for a long time. Yeah, they've been there. Yeah, you're right. Um, them not performing, has that hurt us a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, clearly. If they're up to par, like, let's say Virginia Tech regularly has wins the ACC Miami has a national championship with the ACC, all this kind of stuff. How did, how would that have helped the ACC in terms of the revenue? Do you know what the problem is, Nick? It's a very clear problem. 
Look around the country for a second. Okay. If I say Mississippi State, what what do you think of them when I say like Mississippi State and the SEC? Do you say they're the top of the conference? Do you say they're the middle? Do you say they're more towards the bottom? I mean, they're not bottom feeder, but are they like I – mean, I would think you'd rank them, what, 11 or 12 power ranked over the last 10 years in the SEC? In terms of brand or in terms of like their, their record and stuff? As a program, are they good or bad at football? As a program lately, I think they're average. I think they're they 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 have nine win seasons. Rank them very Rank regularly them. lately. Rank them in the SEC. Where are they right now? Over the last uh, ten year okay. span, where would you rank they're, them? They're over Vanderbilt. They're over Missouri. Really, and... Missouri's been to more SEC championships. Huh? Missouri's been to three SEC two SEC championship games. You sure you want to rank them over the last ten years? Above them? Yes, because the West is extremely harder than the East. In those but finishing years. last in the West like five times, I mean, that's not really an accomplishment. Have they finished last five times in, the, in 20 years? I don't think they have. They've been pretty bad, Nick. Again, they're, again they're, finishing last is six and six, but it's still finishing last, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like again, uh, I, you you can put Mizzou ahead of them, but like, are they are they put, a bubble miss? Behind them, I think it's easier to say who I would put behind them. Okay, behind them, I would put Vanderbilt, Missouri, and maybe maybe Kentucky. I'd even consider South Carolina over Kentucky. Okay, we'll we'll throw all four of those teams, right? Okay, I just named the tenth best team in the SEC. That sells out almost every game. Uh-huh. Has eyes on them at all times. Uh-huh. Is well respected across college football. Is considered a, a quality team no matter like when NC State played them, it was kind of the highlight of their schedule, right? Uh-huh. That's the tenth best team in our conference or in their conference. Now let's rank the ACC over the last 10 years, 20 years. Tenth best might actually be. My Virginia Cavaliers? Our best year winning the Coastal Division, we still didn't sell out a single game. Pitt right. wins the AC Coastal. Heisman candidate quarterback. Doesn't sell out a game. Boston College doesn't sell out their 44,000-seat stadium. It took until, what, two years ago for Wake to sell out a 31,000-seated stadium? Think about it. NC State is our closest thing to Mississippi State, and they're, what, top four or five fan base in our conference? North Carolina can't sell out their stadium half the time. Duke can't sell out their 31,000-seater stadium like ever, even if they're ranked. Unless the visiting team fan base takes over. Right. That's where it is, man. There's your answer. Like, if Miami's good and they fill their stadium – yeah, that probably definitely helps. I'm not saying it doesn't like it doesn't help. But then we have four brands. Like, sure, now we really only have two or three brands. Like our best, some of our best programs, right? Like again, our pits. Like over the last few years, Pitt, Wake, State. Like NC State, in my opinion, Nick, and I don't mean this any disrespect, you guys, falls under the same category as Mississippi State to me. No, oh, yeah, and, that's fair. And you're top five in football for us, and they're barely top ten debatable top 10 and you might say oh michael well 
Look at the Big Ten. Okay. Nebraska sucks and still sells out every game. Iowa can't score points, sells out every game. Illinois gets 40,000 people, and they've been, minus the last year or two, pretty damn bad. Northwestern struggles. Again, everyone gets a mulligan because the SEC's got Vandy. Wisconsin, always sold out. Minnesota, pretty much as close to sold out every single game. Like, we can keep going. <laughs> Rutgers, again, falls into the category of not that great. But, dude, even Rutgers still gets thirty to 40000 a game. Like, Rutgers draws way more than Virginia does from a packed house standpoint. Maryland and Virginia are pretty equivalent. Like, the Big Ten has more excuses, more mulligans, more, like, similar to the – like, that's the problem is the Big Ten – had like you know where our Miami has struggled, Penn State hasn't fallen off, Ohio State hasn't fallen off, Michigan hasn't fallen off, Michigan State's made a playoff run, like they have those programs. You know, again, Iowa's been pretty good. Purdue's like does pretty good. Indiana, like there's just a different level of commitment from the fan bases, man. That's the problem with the ACC is like. Pitt doesn't sell out. Virginia does again. Like some of you can make the excuse, yeah, they're playing in bigger stadiums, but like they're not. If they probably wouldn't sell out the Minnesota, like Minnesota Stadium, at fifty thousand. So that's where I mean, yeah. Again, they've hurt us for sure. But let's be real. I mean, Virginia Tech is still like from a like standpoint a pretty solid brand for football only. Yeah. So, so it's just it's just different, man. It's just and it's again we don't have like we just don't have the traditions. We don't have, you know, we're not being again. Their teams carry them more because they have more of them. So yes, like if Miami, Florida State, Clemson, and we'll just throw Virginia Tech, right? Two from basically what you know, Coastal and Atlantic back in the days of that, right? If they were always nine, ten win teams, I bet you our brand would be a lot stronger. But we would still have a lot of programs you look around and go, and there's an argument, man, that if those four teams are carrying stuff, is Pitt even getting 50% at their stadium like they have been? Is Duke? Is Virginia? <laughs> like, there's a trickle effect to that. So it's kind of, in my opinion, just kind of glass half full, glass half empty. But, again, I don't, I don't know all the answers, man. Because, like, at the end of the day, let's just be very honest. Like, there is no – like, you have to be greedy for this to make sense. That's it. That's really it. There's no actual logic behind this from a standpoint of, like, oh, this is better for the student-athletes. It's better for the – because it's not. Because what people are forgetting, unless, like, things change in the next couple years where these athletes become employees of the university, none of this money is going to the athletes. This is going straight into the university athletic department's bag. So I can't reason with it. I can't give you the answers because I don't know them. It's like I can't even put myself in that mindset. Like I work for an FCS school where financials have been tough and they're tough for everybody, but we survive. 
And we, we got, we're very fortunate with the ESPN money that we do get in the Southern Conference. But obviously, it comes down to our ticket sales. It comes down to our, you know, our fan support, our donations. It comes down to that. At this point, man, it's literally who can print more money. I mean, I understand that things cost a lot of money, so you obviously need more money for all this stuff. But as someone that has toured some Power 5 facilities, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I legitimately am not kidding when I say, okay, do you want to win and only get two muscle milks when you go into the athlete-only cafeteria? Or do you want to go four and seven, four and eight, and get four muscle milks instead? Just being honest. That's what yeah. it comes. That's what it looks like, man. I mean, forty like thirty-eight million dollars can do a lot. It really can. Again, that doesn't factor in donations. And I, I'm sure the case studies will back this up. But as someone that sold tickets a lot and done sponsorships in his lifetime. It's a hell of a lot easier to sell tickets and sponsorships when you're what, Nick? Winning. And if you ain't winning, then cool. The, the money is great. But you ain't going to get as many donations if you're not winning. So, hey amen. We'll see, man. I, I, I think there's a legitimate thing that if the HT stays together for four or five years and Clemson and Florida State are kind of winning everything and there's like a trickle like, you know, Clemson gets in, but also then, like, say, NC State wins the conference and they get in, right? They might look around and say, this is way better than going to the SEC or the Big Ten. Like, we can we can live like this. Because, again, like, the part that makes no sense to me and what scares me the most, Nick, I, mean, I don't know if you saw D1 Baseball tweeting about some of this stuff, but it's like, if you're a Stanford baseball player, a team, by the way, that, Every year I've gone to Omaha, I've seen there. What do you do? Who are you going to play? Yeah. <laughs> if you're you're now an Oregon athlete, I mean, obviously they'll still probably play Oregon State, right? It just makes too much sense. They're way too – 45 minutes apart. Like, you know, why would you not want to play them? Because you're going to sell tickets for that. But I wouldn't fault Oregon State if they said, no, nah, fuck you. Go travel. Find other schools to play. We don't. We don't need you. They might need them, but they, they can. They can say that if they want to be petty. Like, I mean, that's a very serious thing. Like, <laughs> have fun traveling. Seriously, these non-revenue sports, man. I, will it? Will it drain the difference between what they were getting in one conference to the other? Probably not. There's still more money to be made. But when you see the seventy million dollar difference, right? Let's say between the Pac-12 deal and the Big Ten deal for USC, let's say. You're going to probably spend 10 to $20 million of that just trying to operate your, your, your new world for Olympic sports. Which, by the way, if I'm USC and UCLA, that's kind of your bread and butter, especially UCLA. So, again, yeah, you're making more money, so I'm not saying that it doesn't at the end of the day, but it's not like you're just – magically $70 million richer and nothing changes on the other side, your expenses are only going to go up. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the Olympic sports and women's sports and baseball kind of get all lost in this. Like I was explaining it to someone earlier today, like USC, UCLA, great baseball programs, especially UCLA. They're now going to go to the big 10. And there are going to be some weeks, 
some weekend series where it's back to back on the road, like UCLA, you might have to go to Rutgers for the weekend, go back to California and then go to Ann Arbor or go to Penn state or go to East Lansing. It's like you, that's a, that's freaking hard, man. And it's not like MLB where MLB, you have a 10 day road trip, but you don't go home between those 10 day road trips. You are on the road. And it's a lot easier, especially when you're staying in five-star hotels and getting dinner, the best dinners, and everything's catered for you, and you're on a very nice plane, and you're getting paid buttloads of money. It's different. It's going to be a lot different. I think I'll be the voice for the little guy. The the Olympic sports and baseball kind of get lost in the shuffle here. I mean, I, I get it. Football is the driving factor in everything, but, you know, and again, it's like you, you, you've said it multiple times, and I'll repeat it one more time. And you just said it now. Clemson, Florida State, maybe five years down the road, they do see like, hey, this actually ain't so bad. Like, we have a path to the playoff. The, pl- the playoff, by the way, going to be expanded to 12 teams, so it's going to be a lot easier for well, the top schools in our conference. Well, you say that, but again, they might reach. That's my fear is the restructuring. That's a good theory, too. They might restructure. That's so, only that's only through 2025, and they're already trying to push for instead of a six conference champion, it'll be five. Which again, would still get an ACC champion in. Like it's not like we're going to be forgotten about. Yeah, but if in 2025 they say actually what we're going to do is the top three champions, and then nine at largest or the top four, do I still think we fall into the top four? Probably, but then I also have a really bad feeling that the remaining eight at-larges are not ACC teams. Yeah. Like, it will have to be like, you know, again, NC State wins the conference championship game and Florida State's only loss is that, or Clemson's only loss is that. Yeah. So, like, all right, Florida State, you want to go to the SEC? Pay us our money. Give it to the rest of the ACC schools. That's fine. Go to the SEC. Have fun making up that money to buy it out and congrats your playoff appearance just got a lot harder. Like I get it. Alabama has ruled the sec, but the programs like LSU and Georgia have peaked. You're going to be behind those right now. I get it. You're competing on the field. Like now you are competing, but you know, five the last five years, you have not, it's going to be a lot harder. And that's why I keep going back to Oregon and Washington, like Washington, You're not going to win the Big Ten. You're just not. You need a miracle to win the Big Ten. Oregon and Washington had it made. And for what? For $15 million more a year? I mean, Oregon, you are the the Nike school across the country. Like, come on. That sells itself. You know, so if Florida State and Clemson want to make it harder on themselves – and spend, uh, you know, probably a decade making all of it up to try to catch up to the SEC schools. Good luck. We do Good have luck. to. We do have to say though, if Florida State and Clemson leaves, we are done. We are. We done. are done. Yes. Yeah. So like, we're done. I want to make that very clear because again, the way you said that, Nick, it's almost like, hey, we'll be fine. But that's not oh no, no, like, we will be done. Yes, I, I hundred. Like if Florida State and Clemson want to make it harder, like they're also making it harder for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, again, but we can one, one, 
one one more thing, and then I got a kind of deeper question, and then we can do our draft. We've um, done a lot of these deeper questions, Nick. Cool. Let's go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I leave for Florida at 7 in the morning, so I'm trying to – Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. Um, you think that – I think we'll be okay. We're both on the same page. You think we'll be okay for, like, the next couple of years? I don't know, man. If you ask me, yeah, I think I think we're fine. But, again, like – like, I'm going to be honest, I don't give a shit anymore. I, I don't care anymore. I said that last time, I don't care. Because all I'm going to do is be upset about things I have absolutely no say in. There yeah. are people above me in both my profession, people like, dude, news media people that I think opinions truly should matter a little bit if I'm like an athletic director are not happy right now. There are Florida State people that aren't liking the idea of them potentially leaving or hiring JP Morgan. So, you know, it's again, at the end of the day, over the next few years, no matter what, Nick, we're, we're, we're sitting pretty good because I think both of our schools, especially bring some value. And if, you know, if Florida State and Clemson both leave, that's about $40 million a year that we get from those two schools. So even if <laughs> the AC kind of dissolves, at least there's $40 million coming in every year, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, I'm a Virginia fan, man. Football is my favorite sport, but I've gotten content and complacent with, like, let's just try to go to a bowl game. <laughs> We can do that in the ACC. We can do that in the American. We can do that in the Conference USA. I don't want to go that route, but we could. And in terms yeah. of the sports that we are good at, I don't, I don't think Virginia lacrosse is going anywhere, man. I don't think Virginia baseball is going anywhere. I don't think Virginia soccer is going anywhere. And the TV deal ain't going to really change that. So, we'll see. But All right. And my last thing. It's not a question. It's just more of here's the facts for everybody. And I think you're going to agree with me on this. The tradition, the rivalries, the everything, it, it's it's all gone. It, it, we're in a completely different realm now where college sports and their traditions mean nothing anymore because now it's money. Now I'm speaking from the truth and the heart and everyone else has kind of been saying, hey, I get it. The ACC, my school, your school, whoever school, we do want more money because that's what it's just come down to. But at the root of it, at the heart of it, it's I'm gonna miss like the traditions because I know the the whole that college athletics is gonna go down. I mean, we've lost. I, I highly doubt we'll see Washington, Washington State play every year. And Oregon, Oregon State, I highly doubt we'll see those teams play every year. We've lost a lot of tradition. We've lost – and that's what made college sports so unique. That's why I love college sports basically more than professional sports because, yes, I love professional sports. I love watching my Niners and, you know, but it's turning into NFL 2.0. And I think I'm quoting big game boomer on this. Cause I agreed with him that everything it's going to be the Fox teams versus the ESPN teams. And then they're going to fight it out for a championship. And 
the regionality's gone. And you like you said, UNC Barstool put it best. It the grants of rights is what's holding college sports together right now. I hope it can keep it going. I hope we find a deal to where at least the ACC can be regional and, you know, in the future be competitive up there with the Big Ten and SEC. I think we are, but to really, you know, put it in cement, you know. So it's gone, and I, I want your take on that. Uh, it, we're, we're, we're talking about conference realignment and money in early August when we should be talking about Oh, the rivalry. I can't wait to play this team and that team. I can't wait to see what this player is going to look like and that player is going to look like. And it's funny because the head of all of this is Florida State, and they're the most hyped-up team in the nation. They have a Heisman-contending quarterback. They think they found their coach. There could be a playoff contender, yet we're talking about them leaving the conference, and we're not talking about – hey, let's talk about Florida State's potential amazing season that they could have. Like, that's what it's come down to. We're not talking about the sport and the tradition and the rivalries. We're talking about the money. Well, if I'm Florida State, I want people talking about me anyways. Because what if you don't go nine? Like, there's a legitimate chance, man. Florida State's not as good as everyone says they are. Yeah, that would would come crumbling. In a way, it's kind of a good thing that people aren't piping them up. As much as they could be. I mean, again, like, at the end of the day, it's just money, man. That's it. Like, I I know this is crazy, but I agree. And, again, I work for an FCS school. Dude, I've I've turned my attention. I've always been this way. But I've turned my attention to this year. Like, again, I'm hoping to try to see those Pac-4 schools this year just in case. But – like FCS group of like if you if you are that you know frustrated with the world, guess what, man? ESPN Plus, Nick, I gave you my login, so no excuses now. You can watch a lot of really good football with some not again, not as many, but some solid NFL potential talent at schools yeah. like Furman and Incarnate Word and North Dakota State and Montana and Eastern Washington and Idaho. <clears throat> And Stetson, I don't even know if they have football, but I just said them because, you know, trying to be nice to the Florida schools. <laughs> Fam, you, like, you can Shout out to the FCS that... schools, I think, in the long run, they got it right. <laughs> like, like, dude, I mean, our schedule this year, man, we don't go anywhere further than six hours away. We've oh, got regional nice. rivalries, man. Like, again, I'll – Nick, if I said, hey, Western Carolina, ETSU, that means what to you? Check shit, right? Well, tell that to the Western Carolina fans that storm in the field and freaking out that they got a piece of a rock in our Blue Ridge rivalry trophy because they won it for the first time in five years. Oh, as an Akron fan, man, this Wednesday, November 1st, I, for the first time in a long time, feel like my Akron Zips can win the wagon wheel against Kent State. I get to enjoy that still. So, it's not completely gone, man. The sport might be changing, but it isn't gone if you don't let it be gone. So, that's what I got. But, anyways. Draft time? Draft time. So, everybody – 
I gave Nick this idea. We're going to pick four schools. The point of it is obviously pick schools we want, but also have some like logic behind it, not just be like, yeah, we're picking these four schools just because. Like, you know, hopefully they bring value. Hopefully they make sense. Hopefully they're even a possible, like a legitimate possibility, because that's important. Like you want those type of things. So we should talk about it, right? So Nick, I'll let you go first since I gave you the I pitched the idea. It's not fair for me to be like, ah, I brainstormed the idea. I'm picking first. So what school would you want? Again, the preface is ACC, because again, we're at 18 in the Big Ten. We're at 16 in the Big 12. Obviously, we're at 14. We're going to play this game as if we could pick four to get to 18. So, Nick, who would you pick? And if this end, if these end up, like, for example, if the four you pick, Nick, if two of them actually get added, I'll buy you lunch. You know, congratulations. You want something. <laughs> but okay. who, who is your number one overall pick for who you could add? All right. So we said realistically, so I stayed away from SEC and, and Big Ten schools because those schools are locked. Because I want, I, I would pick Maryland, but you know those are locked in, so that's not realistic. So my first overall pick would be the team that hates being in this conference. They don't like being in this conference. They want out of this conference. The West Virginia Mountaineers. I think it's a real possibility that maybe sometime down the road we could see that West Virginia fans hate. I think they would all agree that they would much rather um, what Oregon State and Washington State are today is what West Virginia was 10 years ago. They have lost regionality. They have to go all the way to Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas for their game. They have no true race. With the ACC, you get your you get your pit rivalry and get your Virginia tech rivalry. I think they bring something, some kind of value to the ACC. That's another state in our conference. Um, I think you could build a lot with West Virginia. I think there will be competitive games. I think new rivalries that will, that will, will arise um, in the coming years. Like I forgot Louisville and West Virginia, that would be fun too. So I think that's fun. I would go with West Virginia as my number one pick. The million dollar question is, are we snaking this, Nick? I'll let you pick. Are we snake drafting? Yeah, I thought just... about that too. You know what? Since you let me have the first pick, I'll let you snake it. So you can have the next two. Well, then in that case, I will take what was my number overall pick anyways. Hello, App State. Welcome to yeah, the ACC. I had, I had them. Good pick. Good pick. Like, I, I get it. You know, it's a smaller school. But we've seen it with Wake. Give App State $30 million to see what they do. Seriously. Yeah. Give them $30 million to see what they do. They Will, will they be the top team in the conference? No. But they're going to be very similar to Wake Forest. Right there in a lot of things, man. And, like, it's the thing I give the credit for the Sun Belt for is those regionalities, those fan bases. Like, I talked about it, man. Those fan bases have to matter. App State, if they were playing NC State, North Carolina, Duke, Virginia, Virginia Tech, like every single week at home, you can't tell me that 34,000 seats aren't filled every single Saturday because they're filling up for Marshall. They're filling up for JMU. They're filling up for Robert Morris, for God's sakes. Like, 
Yeah, give me Ab State. I mean, West Virginia is a, a good choice. I mean, I see it, but at the same time, man, like I, I really don't know if West Virginia is any better than App. Like, you know, their regionality is great. They're again, they, they've had history, so that all all makes sense, man. It really does. I love it. I, I do, especially because, like, again, their baseball program's on the rise, so that would make it more fun. Their basketball program, you know, obviously we'll see what happens now that Huggins is gone, but they've been good for years, regardless of who the coach has been. You know, they've been good, you know, on the football field. Uh, you know, they're struggling as of late. But, again, like, give me App State. Nick, you think you know where I'm going next, though? Um. Yeah, I think I do know where you're going. Guess. Are you going ECU? Yeah, I'm going ECU. Uh, I didn't just give that to you, did I? By guessing? No. no. Okay. I, when you said it, I almost was like, maybe I don't go them. No, I'm going ECU for the same reason, man. Like, I think at the end of the day, we need to add value from a standpoint of loyalty brands. That's ECU. And, like, again, we're, we're based on this logic, obviously, we can't poach SEC and Big Ten teams. I think if I'm the ACC, there's more value in ECU than going across country to try to get Stanford or Cal or Oregon State or Washington State. As much as I would love to see them, like, I would, I would rather have them if I'm being honest. But from a standpoint of all of this, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say what my other option was because I don't want to have you potentially poach them because you have the next two picks. But, you know, if you say them, I'll, then I'll talk about them. But you know, it just kind of made sense to me to, to kind of go this route. So, you know, who would you – who's your next pick? I like both – I mean, my top three are off the board. <laughs> I had West Virginia one, two ECU, three App State. So, uh, I like your picks a lot. And plus, you get well, – I mean – the state of North Carolina has seven Division One schools, and they all talk shit. They all have a rivalry. We schedule the ACC schools schedule these teams out out of conference every year. So I love those picks. I think that's very beneficial. And I, and I think having that kind of hostility, having that yeah, you know, like that you know, just means more type of philosophy, where you know these games, regardless of record, are still going to be full. When you turn on yeah. the because when you turn on the TV and you see an empty crowd, you're like, "Hey, whatever." You don't care. You see, oh, the crowds. It's like you know, you're more likely to be like, "Hmm, what's going on?" So, the team that I wanted to go, I also debated the reality of. So, I'm curious if you go them because I mean, they were almost my number one pick to be honest. So, anyways, floor is yours. Okay, so I have two here, right? Correct. Okay, I'm going with Marshall. Okay. Yeah. Um, As someone that likes Marshall, I like that. I think it's a really bad pick, though. <laughs> um, I like them a lot. Um, regionality, I think they can bring something to the table. Um, because, again, like if App State or if uh, West Virginia are in the conference, Marshall would be a nice little fit. I mean, they schedule ECU, too, from time to time. They've scheduled NC State from time to time. Um, I think they bring something. I think Marshall fans are very passionate. I think they have, like what you just said, a just means more mentality. I think in all of Conference USA, 
they seem like the more passionate fan base. They really do care about their football. Well, they're not uh, Conference so, USA anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, true. Thank <laughs> you for that. Thank you for that correction. God, conference realignment, man, always biting me in the ass. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Marshall. And then for my fifth pick, I'm going with a team that seems like, well, they felt like they actually got screwed over by the ACC a long time ago. Um, I think they bring some value. I think their program athletic department is on the rise. And I think we get a huge Northeast rivalry. I'm going with the Yukon Huskies. Oh, Nick, I love you. You just took two teams that weren't even on my board. Really? Go. Yes. How many did you have on your board? I wrote down seven. I wrote down six. Okay. So I'm going with Yukon. That is awful. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm tweeting this out in a graphic, Nick. I hope you're ready to get roasted. Why? What's wrong with UConn? They, their football program is being rebuilt. They no just value. won the national championship in basketball. Their no baseball program is very good. No value in football. That's it. There's no value in UConn football. UConn football is so pathetic. They couldn't even justify playing UMass at Foxborough because they didn't think they could fill 25% of the damn stadium. So they're going to play at UMass instead, which, by the way, that game's not even expected to sell out at UMass. UConn at BC is not expected to sell out, or BC at UConn or whatever it is. Every UConn football fan that exists made their trip down to Myrtle Beach, I feel like, this past December. And there were still more Marshall people. I literally watched your two conference realignment teams in Myrtle Beach, dude. No. (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose. (laughs) No. Like, no. Okay. All right. Well, that's your opinion. I think they bring some value. I think they get the basketball back up again. I think they're a competitive baseball program. And you never know. With football, I get it. They're down. They're independent. But, hey, they're up for the taking. The UConn's, like, waving their hand at the Big 12, like, hey, over But they're here. not. But they're not. That's why they haven't joined. I was saying, yeah. people, people, people don't realize, like, you're, you're, if you're taking UConn, like, for, if you're UConn, for example, like, all I'll give you credit for is I think UConn would, would, would be all in for the ACC because it's obviously an upgrade for football. And it's not a ma- and that's the Big Twelve is a major downgrade for basketball because obviously it's going to be a phenomenal basketball conference, but dude, UConn is very loyal to the Big East, very loyal. Having that basketball conference means something to them. Yeah, that's or like a good point. like that's obviously a good point. joining the Big Big Twelve, for example, right? That means you're going to play KU all the time, and that's great for them from one standpoint. But they play them in the tournament. Like, I think the ACC almost provides more value because, like, there's a little bit more of a rivalry that I think it can be built with a Duke and a Carolina. But even then, like, dude, Georgetown and UConn, St. John's and UConn, Providence and UConn, Xavier and UConn means more to them than a lot of these matchups would be in the ACC or the Big 12. Syracuse and UConn. That's the only one. Pitt and UConn. No. <laughs> BC like, and UConn. 
No. <laughs> also, thus we're talking hockey. Like, <laughs> it's just not. It's not the same. But yeah, I, don't, I didn't expect you to aim higher, Nick, because I'm going with UCF with my next pick. Yeah, I thought about them. Yep. Because explain. It's gonna be hard. Like that. Like when I say this as UCF, like I would take them number one if I knew they would just come. But like they're, I, I do believe that they're loyal to the fault of the Big Twelve because they appreciate the Big Twelve being the first one to to accept them. But I think there is more money with the ACC. I also think that from a standpoint of the ACC, like if you're if you're UCF, right? Wouldn't you want to be in the conference that gives you Florida State, gives you Miami, gives you Georgia Tech, like gives you trips that your fans can make on a like. Not that UCF fans aren't excited to go to Provo or Lubbock or Austin's only for a year. So, uh, Stillwater, right? That's not as like, you know, UCF fans will get in their car and go to Blacksburg and go to Atlanta or even take a direct $50 flight from Atlanta from, you know, from MC, is it MC, I think? Yeah, MCO, I believe, in Orlando to, you know, ATL. Like, wouldn't you so you know again orlando flies direct to to gso a lot for pretty cheap right so now you got the entire triangle boom problem solved like i don't know like it, it would have been my number one pick if i knew for sure but the acc is making the same amount of money I, I think that they can come in and be just as competitive and they're gonna be like it's going to be a lot easier for UCF fans to be like, yeah, you're hosting Florida State. And it is saying you're hosting Kansas State. So I think there may be enough to sway them. So I would – I mean, I'd go all in for them if I could. Like, I, yeah. I really do think UCF provides a lot of value. I don't know. I mean, my, uh, my ACC championship down in Myrtle Beach sounds pretty fun. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's well, your? Who's, well, I'm glad you're talking about Myrtle Beach. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I'm going with Colston. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh. So, sorry, Hayden. I'm not doing that. You're not worth a damn to me. Um, I'm just Who's kidding. I actually really love Coastal, but I just don't think that would make sense for the ACC. They don't really. They kind of. They kind of check that box of like people think they're fun. There's no. There's nothing besides baseball, really. That's like, oh, yep, that's a home run for them. Dude, their basketball arena is awful. Like they wouldn't even, they shouldn't even be a Division One basketball program with their arena, to be honest. But um, I, both of my remaining teams that I had on my board are still here, so I'm trying to figure out whether or not which one I want to take. Um, yeah, we're gonna do it. Give me Cincinnati for the since you okay. took West Virginia. Give me Cincinnati because I think that, again, similar to what I said, the regionality of it. Again, the Big 12 and the ACC gap is not major. But it still has the leg up on the Big 12. And obviously in this scenario, we're assuming Florida State and Clemson are still here. So with that being said, if, if I'm Cincinnati, you're already behind Ohio State and Kentucky, which are your regional like you know schools, right? Big 10 SEC. Why would you not want to be in the third best? Plus, you get to reunite with Louisville, which brings some attractiveness. You know, Cincinnati and Pitt have good history. 
you know, so that will obviously help. I think Cincinnati, again, in my scenario, if I get UCF too, like that was a very fun American athletic conference rivalry that could carry over. I think Cincinnati and Virginia tech could be a fun Cincinnati, Virginia could be fun. Like, you know, there, there are some reasons to be like, this could make some sense. I think that the money again would be worth it. Cincinnati has a history of a pretty decent basketball program. So that helps, you know, again, like from a football standpoint, like they know what it takes to win. I think they could come into the ACC and their NIL is of concern, but they could, I don't see why they couldn't compete. So, you know, and it kind of keeps that regionality to a point too. So I want Cincinnati. And again, everybody listening, this is obviously like a, a mixture of like what we want and what we think could possibly happen. Like, yeah, I don't think, I think every school I just named is not joining the ACC. But that's what I would want to do if we were trying to get to 18. Good pick. I mean, I remember Cincinnati being rumored to the ACC a lot. So, good pick. They got a lot of history, especially in basketball. There's that rivalry with West Virginia and Louisville. You know, those teams were there. So, yeah, good one. Um, I feel like you're going to win this anyway, Micah. So, I'm just going to blurt out my I will, last pick. I will, I will let you win. If you say that, if you say the one school I want you to say right now, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. So if you say it, I'll say you won. I feel like you're not even thinking about this school, but I feel like the school you are thinking about, I did not write down. Well, say the school that you want to say. Okay. I'll tell you if you won, and then tell me what school you think I was thinking about. Okay. Well, I could tell you it's not the school you're thinking about, but this school uh, is regional. Uh, has a decent football program. Um, is pretty good in baseball. They've had their ups and downs, but regionally, I think it makes sense. I think they schedule a lot. They schedule a lot of ACC teams. I'm going with the Liberty Flames. Oh, I like that. Uh, every ACC fan that's not um, politically aligned with that is going to lose their freaking shit, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was thinking <laughs> about those. Like, honestly, man, I, I, I'm going to say this right now. You take Liberty, you give them the ACC money on top of the money they already get and have them compete in the ACC. As a Virginia fan, we might be the worst team in the state in the ACC. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest from a football standpoint. Dude, there's there's sta- Again, Lane Stadium – when you factor in Enter man, all that stuff is still better. But they have one of the most beautiful stadiums in college football. The setting is gorgeous. You're like Lynchburg and Charlottesville and Blacksburg are not that much different. So from a recruiting standpoint, you're recruiting the same thing, the beauty of the mountains. And the dude, literally Liberty has an entire workout facility and offices for their club sports. Each club sport team has their own weight room. They invest so much into their students. Like, no matter what you feel about their politics and whatever else, at the bare minimum, man, they try to set their students up for success. <laughs> so, yeah. it's only consistent with the student-athletes as well. So, I, I love that one. I want to know what you thought I was thinking, though. 
Were you thinking JMU? No. Okay. I was thinking Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. Yeah. I, I was thinking them a little bit. I was, so my last school I had was Coastal. That was the last one I wrote down. But in my head, the ones I didn't write down were UCF, Charlotte, and JMU. And JMU would make some sense, too. I just like Charlotte because I genuinely think that, like, from a facility standpoint, you know, I love the idea of having the, all the schools in North Carolina, like yeah. literally all the Division One schools that, that sponsor scholarship football at an FBS level before everyone goes, what about Campbell? What about Davidson? What about – yeah, FBS level. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I, I think what you – like, your pick with Liberty is actually – one I never even considered that I think like Nick, that's a better pick than Marshall. Yeah, thinking about it, it was like, like I just they I mean, they're gonna fill their stadium. They have some value. Like I like that a lot. That's the problem, man. Like, that's the part that like with just makes no sense. Is like I, I really from a Big Twelve standpoint, like adding Utah. That's great for football. What does adding Arizona State really do? Does it do a lot? I don't think it does. It's it's weird because the Big 12, it, besides Cincinnati, West Virginia, who hates being the Big 12, and UCF, the Big 12 has stayed kind of regional in some acts. They've kind of stayed in the southwest part of the United States in the mountains like what it kind of used to be almost no I mean like and my thing with the big 12 is I actually have no like everyone's like oh they're the problem with this realignment they're not though they're just poaching they're just getting the scraps I have no problem with what they've done I have no problem because they grab schools like the only ones you could say are like, but again, when your two biggest brands get taken from you, going out and grabbing a UCF and kind of reaching for Cincinnati, like, fine. But like, you know, again, like you've like in a way, Nick, we're talking about how the, all the rivalries we lost. We're not losing the Territorial Cup in Arizona. That's great. We just like Arizona State, Texas Tech, I think could become something fun and Arizona, Texas Tech. Oh, by the way, Colorado and Utah is not dying now. I mean, that wasn't a major rivalry, but that was a fun one. Those two schools didn't really like each other. Oh, did I mention that you? you Say, did I mention Utah and BYU's back? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I guess we should say Texas and Texas A and M are back. No, yeah, but like that one. Yeah. To be honest, those schools decided to be petty and not play each other at all. I know. So honestly, yeah. So on their end, I like I'm kind of like screw them. Like we're like you know, Utah and BYU still met. They didn't meet every single year, but they still met. So, but no, I mean, dude, I I'm exhausted from it. It's it's tiring, man. Like I'm just gonna enjoy college football. I'm gonna be more invested in the FCS this year than I think I've ever been. Same with Group of Five. So, we're just going to ride that wave, man. But that's all I've got. I'm starting to walk back towards my house. It's almost midnight. I got to do the entire drive because 
well, you can't trust your girlfriend to drive, slash she doesn't really want to drive. So <laughs> I got to get some sleep. But this was fun. We debated a lot. We don't see eye to eye on everything. But at the end of the day, we just we just want what we grew up loving, man. I, I want the beauty that is this sport. And right now, it's, it's not even the sport that we know. Like, this is something completely different. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's stopped. Like, again, like, we're a month and a half removed from when, like, we kind of thought it was over. Heck, dude, this morning I woke up to the wonderful notification that basically said, hey, like, Oregon and Washington aren't joining the Big Tw- or the Big Ten. Same. Same. And I'm like, great. Beautiful. Because, like, no offense to Arizona, but if you decide to leave and <laughs> – I mean, Arizona State might come with you, but they might not. And I don't think that ends the Big 12. or the I mean, the Pac-12. I think the Pac-12, too, could justify adding a couple schools. You know, like, hey, San Diego State, what up? Fresno State, what up? Boise State, what up? <laughs> like, they could add some schools back and not obviously be, like, at the same level, but it wouldn't be this big-ass dip. But here we are, man. I mean, again, like I said, like I'm legit. Like, and you know what sucks, man? People aren't talking about it. Nick, did you, did you see Oregon State what they did this offseason? They pumped hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars. Their new stadium in right? renovating Reeser Reser Stadium. Yeah, yeah. And now it's going to be to host San Jose State in conference games. Like, no offense, San Jose State, but, like, you're not the same as Oregon. You're not the same as Washington. You're not the same as USC. You're not the same as UCLA. You're not the same as Utah. Like, I mean, every that is really worth a dang in the Pac-12 from a standpoint of, like, if you're one of these teams, like, right, Washington State, every brand that your fan base would care about in the the Pac-12 is gone. Your Oregon State, same thing. Technically, Stanford and Cal still have each other. That's it. That's sad. Like, that's why, like, if Florida State left the ACC, that sucks for Miami, sucks for Clemson. But does it really suck for Clemson? I don't know. But, like, again, yeah, Virginia, we would we love hosting Florida State. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a big game for us. But we still have North Carolina. We still have Virginia Tech. We still have, you know – schools around us that we care about and we enjoy playing and we get up for. They don't. So, I mean, I just, I feel for, I wish I knew people at Oregon State or Washington State, Nick, that I could, like, just kind of talk to them about to figure out how they feel right. People work there. Like, you know, I always say I know everybody. I don't know anybody at those schools. I don't know anybody at Cal either. Like, you know, (laughs) so I don't know people everywhere. But, you know, yeah, it's just different, man. It sucks. But that's all I've got. Nick, anything else real quick? Because I am about to get home. And my bed sounds really nice right about now. Because I spent my evening. I uh, got a futon for my office, Nick. So now there's nights that I work late and I have to be back early in the morning. Why just sleep in my giant office at work? Um, Let's see. Anything else? Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. I won't spend too long. I you you hit the nail on the head. 
Uh, it's a different sport now. It's a different era of college sports. In a way, it's very, very sad because, you know, I valued everything I said earlier about the rivalries, the traditions, the everything about it. And it seems like we're kind of losing it, but there's still hope out there. Um, yeah, this was a great pod. We, like you said, we disagreed. We agreed on things. I think we came to a, you know, hey, FSU, we're with you, um, you know. So this was fun. Um, and we have a, I'll tease it, but in a couple of weeks or less than a couple of weeks, we have a pretty big time guest that's willing to come on the show. So look forward to that because I'm excited for it. Boo. I think you might've just given it away because you just said boo. What do you because mean? Every- I was Every just... person knows I like this guy. Every person knows you're not a big fan of this guy. What do you mean? I love this guy that's coming on our show. Big fan. But <laughs> no, I mean, I'm excited, though. That'll be great. But yeah, I'm excited anyways, too. Anyways, Nick, hopefully we don't have to meet again for a couple days. Nothing changes. Yeah. And as always, it means just a little bit less. Not less than what's in the Pac-12, but less here in the ACC, and go ACC.